0: I knew out of those five, I was interested in two, and I knew the two that I liked. I used salary of one to negotiate salary with the other one. Feeling the American dream calling your name? Hold on to your passport, Global Go-Getters, because the Global Go-Getter podcast is your roadmap to success. From deciphering the school maze to mastering student finances like a financial ninja, we have got your back. Green card woos, house hunting hacks, we've cracked the code on those two. Join me, Kashyap Sigdel, AKA Cash, as we navigate the exciting and sometimes quirky path of international life in the US. This is your one-stop shop for turning dreams into reality. Buckle up, future scholars, future homeowners, future green card holders, Let's make your American adventure epic. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to negotiate salary with prospective, as well as current employers. I'm going to divide this episode into two categories or two segments. The first one's going to be how to negotiate salary with prospective employers, and the second one's going to be how to negotiate salary with current employers so let's start off with understanding how to negotiate salary with prospective employers to start off the list the first thing you want to do is have a clear understanding of the job responsibilities and then figure out what value you're bringing against the job responsibilities what you want to do is you want to wait until the very last moment to negotiate salary to even talk about salary because if you don't don't really understand what you're doing and if you don't understand what value you're bringing, there's no point in even discussing salary because it might not even be a best fit for you. So understand the job, understand the value and then delay discussing salary until the very last moment. When the time is right and when the time comes to negotiate salary, kinda wanna anchor high start the negotiation with a slightly higher salary range than your target. And what that allows you to do is just allow room for concessions during the negotiation. For instance, based on the values you bring to the table and you know for that specific employer or employers like that, for that job title if the market average is about hundred thousand dollars and if you'd be content with getting a hundred thousand dollars what you want to do is you want to start off at hundred and ten thousand, so that you have some wiggle wiggle room the next thing you want to do is emphasize unique skills that you bring to the table and it kind of goes back to the first point of demonstrating your value if you highlight specific skills or experiences that Set you apart from another applicant then it just justifies a higher compensation package if you're one of the lucky ones um, and you've got multiple job offers then use one of the job offers as a leverage to negotiate a better salary with a preferred employer But four years after i worked for my employer that i worked right out of college at, at that time i had a new boss i didn't really care for that boss and i just wanted to work for someone else, right? So passively, I started looking for jobs, and when I applied, I applied to a bunch of companies, and then I had, at one point I had five offers. I knew out of those five, I was interested in two, and I knew the two that I liked. I used salary of one to negotiate salary with the other one. If you have multiple offers, it just helps you It just gives you an upper hand as far as negotiating salary when looking for a job express genuine enthusiasm for the position and the company while conveying that compensation is a critical factor make sure the company understands that the compensation is an important factor in your decision-making process but overall show genuine enthusiasm for the company and for the position so that the company can also justify paying whatever you've asked them to do. The next segment is going to be how to negotiate salary if you have a job already. To start off the list, first thing I'm going to say is document achievements as you've got to more projects, keep a record of your accomplishments, and be ready to showcase how your contributions made positive impact to the company's success, right? Your boss is probably going to have multiple people that report to them, and it is sometimes hard for them to keep track of who did what, and specific, that is even tougher when, when a project requires multiple people, so the boss might not necessarily fully understand the contribution you specifically did for that project, right? So, for instance, if you work on on a section of the project but that was a big chunk of that project or make sure you keep a record of that for instance if you work on a project that saved say forty thousand dollars to the to the company make sure you keep a record of those quantifiable achievements as well the next thing is knowing your market value glassdoor.com is a great resource that comes to mind right off the bat um, to understand industry salary trends So you can you can go on that website, enter your job title, enter the location or the area where you work. And based on what other employers are paying for similar roles, you can use that as a leveraging point to strengthen your negotiating position. You can if you are paid $60,000 and companies in the area for the exact same job title or very similar job title pay $80,000. Just knowing just knowing that is going to help you negotiate better and talk with your colleagues talk with your friends if your friends are getting say three weeks of, of paid time off you're only getting a week then use that as a negotiating point the next time you talk about salary and ptos and other things timing is key though you want to choose an opportune moment to discuss salary I think a great time to discuss salary is after a successful project completion or during project performance reviews when your achievements are in focus, right? So for instance, you've done your due diligence, you know your market value, you've kept a record of your accomplishments, and when the time is right, when you are having a performance reviews, you can say, hey, here are all the projects that I've completed and here's what that did to the company's success or here's how much money the company saved because of this and also i've been doing my research i own i know for a, for this title companies in the area offer x amount of dollars so i'd also i would also be like to compensate it fairly so timing is key choose an opportune moment to discuss salary money is not the only thing you want to negotiate right you want to bundle request you can bundle your salary increase with other things such as pto if your hr allows you can negotiate a different match for your 401k if you're looking for a promotion you you can talk things such as a senior title if you already have responsibilities that is beyond what your job responsibilities are, then that might qualify for a senior title. And you just want to make make it a comprehensive negotiation. As far as you don't only want to talk about money, you also want to talk about PTOs and titles and 401k matches and job responsibilities. The last thing I'm going to leave you with is be willing to walk away. You want to make sure you're you show that you're serious about a value by being prepared to walk away if the employer is unwilling to meet your reasonable salary expectations. This can be a little tricky though, right? Because if you're an international student, you're, you're kind of already restricted with who you can work for because some companies don't even want to sponsor you. But for instance, you started a new job, you're in that, you've been in that job for about two years, you have H1B and a different company reached out to you and they're like, hey, you're making $100,000, but we'll pay you hundred dollars $20,000 will give you one additional week of PTO. And assuming you like this company, and assuming you admire the work that they do, you, you admire the boss, right? You, uh, everything worked out, then that can be used as a leverage to negotiate a better salary with your current job. So the reason I said this should be used cautiously is because if your company is not willing to meet your reasonable salary expectations, that can be used to walk away from that company or that boss. You always have to remember that successful negotiation is a balance between assertiveness and flexibility. You can't always get what you want. I'm sure you'd want double your salary. You always want more money, but you also want to be flexible. You want to make sure the company understands the value you're bringing, but also you want to know your worth. It might be a punch in the gut. If you're expecting $150,000, but the average salary for your position in that area is $75,000, then that might be an unrealistic expectation. So being assertive in what you want, as well as being flexible, are two important pillars of successful negotiation. Tailor these tactics to specific situation and company culture, and that's going to increase your chances of of a favorable outcome, which is perhaps better salary, better PTO, better work-life balance, whatever that might be. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Global Go-Getter Podcast. We hope you found valuable insights and tips to fill your journey as an international student in the United States. Remember, whether you're navigating the intricacies of finding the perfect school, mastering personal finances, or dreaming of putting down roots with that dream home, your goals are within reach. Stay tuned for more episodes packed with practical advice, inspiring stories, and the occasional dose of humor. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast. Keep those questions coming, and let's continue this conversation on our socials. You're not alone on this adventure, fellow go-getters. Until next time, keep dreaming big and thriving in the U.S.